Hello everyone, my name is Kendall and welcome to Unofficial Book Club, where life and stories meet. And just like any book club, we'll only be spending half the time actually talking about books. And this is that half. In these book club episodes of this podcast, my guests and I will be bonding over my favorite hobby, reading. Getting to know their relationship to books, the ones they love, the ones that have made the biggest impact on them, and so much more. Now, before we get started, I want to remind you that my guests and I will be sharing our own personal experiences, opinions, and possible book spoilers throughout this episode and all future episodes. Let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to part two of this book club club episode. Emma, Eli, welcome back. Thank you. And we're going to get right into it. So, what are some tropes that you really like in books? Whether it's a romance book, otherwise, some tropes that you like. Enemies to lovers. Forbidden love. A heist. A quest. Like, what are some things that you love or would love to see? Oh, man. So, I think the word trope is throwing me here. Um, <laughs> you know, to be fair, I could be... Not defining it well. No, no, I think that you, like, and, like, you gave really good examples mm-hmm. of it, too. I think that I just struggle with, like, identifying a trope for myself because I can identify, I think, other aspects of books that I really like, like an unreliable narrator. Mm-hmm. Um, I love, like, a nonlinear timeline. Mm-hmm. Um, I really love, um, like, perspective changes, like, when it flips back and forth between yeah. like, people. Yeah, and just like, puzzles in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I, don't, I can't think of, like... I feel like you should read Jennifer Lynn Barnes if you like puzzles. You've said the word puzzles now like two or three times. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, because she, as a, ha, I've seen her live and like she talks about that's her favorite part of writing the books. Again, they're YA, but she loves the puzzle aspect of it, is writing this puzzle. And her series, The Inheritance Games, is the one that has a bunch of puzzles in it. And it's basically this teenage girl who, this big money tycoon in Texas who she has never met, doesn't know, dies and leaves his entire fortune to her. And so this, the one caveat is she has to live in his house for a year. Mm-hmm. And he has four um, grandsons and um, I think two daughters. And they all are like, who the hell is this girl? Mm-hmm. And as they're trying to figure out why she was picked and everything, her and these four grandsons are doing all these puzzles and trying to family ties and seeing who is involved with what. And there is murder or death or these, these, these. And the puzzles were her favorite part as a writer to do, Mm -hmm. she said. Mm -hmm. And so maybe you'd enjoy that. Something like that. Puzzle. Good puzzle. So those are just, I think, some things in general Mm -hmm. I like in a book. Mm -hmm. Not to repeat everything you said, but I I think I agree with all of those. Mm -hmm. I love when things switch back and forth between different characters to see their different perspectives on the same event. I really love Daisy Jones and the Six for that reason. Mm -hmm. I really also enjoy an unreliable narrator. I love being confused myself Mm. and like a little frustrated. Mm -hmm. Um, That's really interesting to me. I think I used to really love an enemies to lovers back when I was younger. It's like not my favorite. Yeah. Everyone's favorite. And now I'm just like, I feel like it's overdone. I feel like I can see that coming a mile away and I don't really like it. And I also don't know if I love the idea as a whole Mm -hmm. that if someone Mm-hmm. treats you badly mm-hmm. and you hate them that then you're going to develop this uh true love connection that goes past like mm-hmm. passion i feel like there's only been one like 
enemies to lovers story that has really, really gripped me. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't even a book. It was in sex education. Um, did y'all watch that? Yes. Oh, Adam. And oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's his name? Eric? Yes, I think Eric. so. Yeah. Okay. Oh, but also, Adam one. didn't turn out to be, like, a horrible person, right. which is a big part of it, I think. Well, right, right, right. But I feel like that's the only time where at mm-hmm. first when they were, you know, starting to create that luster. I was like, no, 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 no. Adam's, <laughs> Adam's been terrible yeah. to him. And then at the end... Yeah, you rewatched that episode oh, and that sobbed. scene specifically. Yeah, I sobbed. I think that's the hardest I've cried at a TV show mm. in a long time. Yeah. So yeah, while I'm not generally a big fan of mm. the enemies to lovers, oof. yeah, whoever whoever does the writing for sex education, you you got that one right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I think a lot of times, and this is probably why I have a problem with it too, is like not only is it a bad person, but I feel like there's always one person in that relationship that is like holding the other one above water and like helping them grow Mm -hmm. and that's not fair and they aren't really growing it's similar to and in some ways there are moments of that where the person is like oh I'm just troubled and like that's why Mm -hmm. and like and it's such a cop-out for bad behavior or whatever it is and I can't stand it Mm -hmm. I agree I think that there's limited accountability that comes Mm -hmm. with that and I don't I feel like that really perpetuates an idea that at least we were fed when we were yeah. younger, um, being like socialized female that like y- it is your position to like fix yeah. whoever you're with yeah. or like really make someone come around mm-hmm. to like the idea of being like a good person. Yeah. Or, like, I hate the that. idea that if a boy's mean, you're oh, she likes you. Yeah. 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 I hate that. Yeah. I also don't love a love triangle. I will say, though, I recently finished the Call Me Huber book, It Ends With Us. Is this going to be a good review? I was just going to talk about the love triangle aspect of it between Atlas and Ryle. And I did appreciate, maybe appreciate is not the right word. I think that it, maybe maybe it is appreciate because it evoked a lot of feelings for me, you know. And I know that there's controversy Mm -hmm. out there about Colleen Hoover in general, about the book and everything. Um... And I won't get into all of that, but I will say that the the love triangle aspect of that, I appreciate the complexity of it. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I will say that. I'll, I'll give you that. I didn't love that book, but I do think that that's true. Like, that's also the difference, right? Like, you, you see, like you said, the complexity of these three people and then the love that exists between two and then the other two and mm-hmm. what's better and at what time in your life does it For fit sure. and like mm-hmm. that's yeah appreciate that I guess in a love triangle mm-hmm. yeah yeah because I think that's so true in your life in general of mm-hmm. like different relationships serving you at different points mm-hmm. and that book really exemplified that yeah. yeah yeah and I mean the only reason I think that came to mind is not because it's like the best representation mm-hmm. ever of it but it was recently mm-hmm. read and I think that it's a book that Many, many people have read and then can yeah. reference yeah. back on that. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 That's a people either love it or hate it kind of thing that I've seen. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. I will say I've also recently learned that I love a story that happens within a limited amount of time. And I said that before on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Like I read, I love Holly Jackson, a YA mystery thriller. Mm-hmm. And I love her book, A Good Girl's Guide to Murder. It was so good. But mm-hmm. her, Yeah. So good. I like devoured it. But her newest book, Five Survive, everything in that book happens in one night. 
that whole concept, I love that. Like it happening in one night. Yeah, that's not something I even thought about when I initially asked this. But yeah, I also recently read a book by Lucy Foley. I think it was mm. Restless. And it was mm, the same. Yeah. Yeah, it was the same thing where mm-hmm. it was like, you know, 7 a.m., 8, 8, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Or what was the book that we all three read about the um, girl that was kidnapped in the storm? Oh, No Exit. <laughs> no Exit. No was was so good. Within a limited time. Oh, so good. Yeah. Taylor that one. Adams, I think. Yeah. yeah. Another Taylor Adams book that I enjoyed, it's something on the bridge. I have to look it up, but it's mm. similar to that where it like happens in such a, oh, Hairpin Bridge by Taylor Adams was also very good. And it like had happened in like a short amount of time, I think. And mm. it was thriller, but no exit was so good when I read it. Like, good. and it was the closest thing I've come to reading horror-y, like, more gruesome. Yeah, it got it's so good, though. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. And then, you know, then they made the movie out of it. And where I, I think I, I can't remember, was it you or somebody's house? Whatever. Anyway, of like, is the book or the movie better? And I have such, like, a limited, Well, a let's limited skip goal. to that question, because yeah, that's right. one of my questions. Because I did No Exit, for example was one of the ones that, as I was reading, very similarly similarly to you, Emma, where you were giving like, like a chapter-by-chapter chapter or a moment-by-moment moment recap. I was giving my roommate the same, where I was telling her like all the things that were happening as I was reading it, because it was so interesting. And then the movie came out on Hulu, and I hadn't... I had told her the end, I think, but I would gotten it wrong, which was funny. Oh. I think I read it, and I couldn't remember the ending or something, and I thought... It ended in one way and didn't the, or something. The movie was different from the book. Then maybe that's what it was, yeah. And so she was like, okay, let's, like, like should we watch the movie? Or I said, like, let's watch the movie or something. And usually I do that where either I read it first and then I tell her about it as it goes along and we watch a movie. Or she doesn't want to know anything. Mm-hmm. And I t- we watch the movie at the end. She's like, well, what was different? Or, like, tell mm-hmm. me, how is it? And so do you think the book is always better than the movie? Well, I mean, I have such a limited pool to pick from. I mean, even Harry Potter that we talked about earlier. I, you know. You watched two of the movies, but. Yeah, and like in my late 20s. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Didn't have the same impact. Um, so it's such a small pool that I have to pick from and no exit is what comes to mind. <laughs> the book was so good and the movie was like, I don't know. I felt like it was almost like a Hallmark movie mm-hmm. with like how it was done. Mm-hmm. It was really disappointing because I was so excited at the thought mm-hmm. of, like, if if they had truly followed the book, what that could have been like. And I was, yeah. I was pretty frustrated when they didn't. Um, but, yeah, so I don't I don't feel like I can answer that question more broadly, but from mm-hmm. my limited pool, looks better. Have yeah. you all watched Daisy Jones and the Sex on Amazon? I haven't. I really want to. You haven't read that book yet, though. No, I haven't. Yeah. I, I've heard really great things. Mm-hmm. I heard that they created a soundtrack for, like, every single episode, yeah. like, original. Oh, I didn't know that, but that's cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I might be wrong. Let me, <laughs> oh, I let didn't me know. <laughs> I read the book a while ago, and I started the show. I haven't finished it, but so far, I like the show. Yeah. Like, it's really good. Yeah. Um, I am not sure how many books I have read that have turned into movies. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've watched a good amount of movies and read a good amount of books, but I'm not sure how often they overlap. Mm-hmm. Other than Harry Potter, mm-hmm. which that was like the coolest experience ever to read something and love it mm-hmm. and then see like an entire world be created because mm-hmm. it was fantasy. Yeah. Um, like tr- uh, magical. Yeah. Yeah. Truly. 
Um, and then being able to like experience that in a theme park too, of like a book oh. come to life and a movie come to life oh right in front of you that you can walk through nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, so in those ways, I would say maybe comparable, but I also know that I read those when I was young and I've only rewatched the movies when I was older. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get that. So what book would you love to read again for the very first time? Hmm. I think The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo because I loved it so incredibly much. And like I said in the previous episode, mm-hmm. um, it really jump-started like, my love for reading again. And so for that reason, both because I love the story and because I love like, what that experience meant to me, I would love to read that again for the first time. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't think I have an answer. I... I really appreciate the books that I have read and I feel like I just like have taken from them like that experience and like I don't know I feel like to reread it for the first time would take away like whatever came of that Mm. and I I don't know I don't have any interest in it and like taking away experiences that I've had especially when I feel like like one thing if I I feel like I exhausted the list of books that I wanted to read Ooh. um Mm -hmm. But I have such a, a long list of so many things that I that I want to read that I'm more just like happy that I got to experience it and yeah. I'm so ready for the next one. Yeah. So would either of you reread books or have you reread books? I have. I have. But I think when I needed something comforting, when mm-hmm. I didn't have anything else that I wanted to read. Gotcha. But not or like if I wanted something easy to reread in a situation like a vacation Mm. where maybe I knew that I wasn't going to get a ton of time independently or there was going to be a lot of activity around me but if I knew generally a storyline that I would reread it yeah I haven't done that recently yeah I haven't read a reread a lot of books yeah yeah no I mean I think in general I don't like there are very few things that I think that I redo like Mm -hmm. even shows movies like books yeah. There's just so, so many new things that I want to yeah. experience instead. Hmm. It's so funny because shows, I'll rewatch New Girl like a thousand times. I'll rewatch, mm-hmm. like, there are certain shows that are comforting that I'll rewatch a thousand times, but like books, I haven't. I yeah. feel like I very much like appreciate it for what it is, mm-hmm. took everything, felt so good about it, mm-hmm. and I haven't come back to it. And I wonder if I would, would I like it as much? And maybe I'm too mm-hmm. afraid that I wouldn't. Yeah. Or I'd notice something else, especially if a significant amount of time has like passed. Sure. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. I've tried to reread Harry Potter at one point. Mm-hmm. Didn't have the same effect, but I think it was beautiful and it was magical. And I felt like the warm and fuzzy of like my childhood, but I also think I'm an adult now. And so it, it reads differently and, yeah. you know, and stuff like that. But yeah. I tried to reread Harry Potter in Spanish. Oh, that's a, that's, that would be nice. You already know the story. Yeah, right. That's, that was my thought process. Um, But I feel like, I mean, with learning a language, there's always so much to be learned. Yep. Mm -hmm. There's always more. There's always more vocab that Mm -hmm. pops up. Mm -hmm. And all those spells and stuff. I mean, (laughs) I think it's the same. Yeah, I think so too. I think I can translate that. (laughs) (laughs) so who are some of your favorite authors I really love Taylor Jenkins Reid 
I feel like I've read all of her stuff. I think she jumps around six. Yeah, Malibu Rising. Um, Carrie Soto. Really loved all of them. I also love how intertwined her books are, that like certain people will pop up from other books. Mm. Yes, highly recommend. Mm. We were like, oh my God, I think that that person was referenced in this way, and then I'll Google it to just confirm. Ooh. Yeah, it's very cool. So they're all set in different time periods, yeah. but like there are still that. overlapping characters that maybe someone's younger in one book, but older in another. Aw, um, I love that. Yeah, it's very cool. I love love her books. But otherwise, I don't feel like I follow consistent authors more so just a genre. Same. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Like, I've read a good amount of uh, Lucy. Is it Foley? Foley? We apologize for any pronunciation. (laughs) Sorry. Um, I've read a couple of Mm -hmm. Rachel Hopkins and I've enjoyed them. Mm -hmm. I know it's controversial, but Colleen Hoover, (laughs) I'm sorry, but like, she grabs you. Like, Verity? Mm -hmm. I did like Verity. Holy cow. I've only read two. And Verity and It Ends With Us. And I liked Verity. That was really good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, yeah. I mean, I also read a good amount of Taylor Jenkins read. Um, so I guess that must indicate that yeah. I liked it, right? Yeah. Um, Stephen King, I referenced him. I haven't read him in a while, but because um, his books, you usually got to like mm-hmm. commit to them because they are long, long, thick. Yeah. yeah. But I, I have read a, a good amount of Stephen King. Yeah. I usually don't gravitate towards books for the authors. Like, I feel like, and I apologize to authors out there, um, as one of my goals would be to be one one day, but I, like, I don't think about it as much as, like, what the story is, and that's what grabs me or takes me in. Mm-hmm. And like I said in the first episode, once I read something, or the previous episode, once I read something that I feel like I've connected to their writing, and I'm like, oh, I love the way they write then I'm, like, more inclined to read something else. Or you like their books. Like, No Exit, I liked mm-hmm. so much that I was, like, I'm going to read all of Taylor Adams' books. Like, mm-hmm. sure, whatever they are. Mm-hmm. You know, and so that's that's the only time in which I, I think about. Right. There's yeah. so many and all different. Yeah, I think, like, I referenced in the earlier episode, that's what I like so much about Book of the Month, is that it's constantly introducing us to mm-hmm. new authors, like, new things that I otherwise wouldn't, wouldn't find right like you find yeah them, you kind of follow them and yeah that's about it but. yeah the lucy foley ones uh, like those ones after the first one i liked it so much mm-hmm. and i think it was the guest list i read first and i really really liked and then what's the other one the hunting party mm-hmm. was then the one i read after because i was like mm-hmm. oh if i really liked this maybe i'll like this one and yeah and then there's the paris apartment mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what book had the biggest impact on you and why the biggest impact. I think a book that I read last year that I still think about because I think that a lot of books have been impactful for different reasons. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm glad my mom died by Jeanette McCurdy was everybody loves it. Wild. Yeah. I think like I'm trying to think about how I feel about that. Not that everybody liked it, but like what the book was. Because I think that it can get, like, a, a little, like, trauma porn-esque. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to like a book because I was, like, so disturbed by mm. someone's real life. Mm. I f- but I really found the way that she wrote about things to be really interesting and honest. 
Um, I listen to it as an audiobook, which I think always creates like this whole nother. Does she read experience. her own? Yes, Oof. because she read it herself, which then was also an interesting, interesting thing to like think about and hearing someone's voice and like you can you can tell through like based on what's happening in the book how that's impacting them. I just think that similar to what we talked about with Colleen Hoover of it can be somewhat controversial and it can bring up some things that maybe I don't agree with all of it, but it made a really awful experience, not normalized, but pretty accessible to listen to because it started off in a specific way that you can like relate to it. And then it really just started taking some turns where you're like, Oh, I I can't believe that someone's repeated actions in that way then results in this. I'm not sure if I'm explaining that. No, but I, I like, I like what you said at the beginning kind of where you don't want to, again, I don't even know if this is the right phrasing, but like fetishize the drama of it and like, and people consume that and, are captivated by that and like what does that say and that's a weird space to be in and at the same time you find certain things interesting but like that's weird and Mm -hmm. I think it's a very weird and gray area and I don't know what the it is I think it's it is a weird thing to I don't know if there's even the right way to phrase why it was a good book but if it sat with you that says says it all like you still think about it or like any kind of impact that says a lot yeah, I thought it was unique and really interesting and really interesting to hear from, like, someone's real perspective. And also somebody that I, like, watched regularly mm. when I was younger. Like, I have a very specific image of this person. Oh, so that was interesting. Yeah. See, I mean, that's hard for me because I know that you just gave an answer of a book that you read in the last year. Because mm-hmm. um, usually I would think about, well, you know, what is what's something that I read a while ago and I've carried with me or whatever, but um, I've only been reading for like two years. <laughs> um, so that's a really hard one for me also because I don't feel like I read a lot of like biographies or autobiographies or like things that are meant to stick with you in that way. Does that make sense? Like mm-hmm. I feel like I read stories just to get lost in the story, not mm-hmm. to like, not like a self-help book or mm-hmm. I think the only, like, autobiography I've read was Spare by Prince Harry, you know? And we, we live very differently. So. <laughs> that stuck with me. Yeah, so, you know. Um, How did you like it? it was, I, I liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that a lot of people thought that it was too long and that he could have, like, cut the story in half. Um, and I can see where people can get get there but I think this goes back to what I was saying in the last episode about like really enjoying the process and the journey and like the the longer haul um, Mm -hmm. where I think so many of those um shorter stories that he could have cut out I think really helped to have a greater impact Mm -hmm. on the story as a whole yeah um it's a lot of like little things that he I don't know if you try to summarize it to just like the big the big moments I feel Mm -hmm. like a lot is going to get lost because all of those little breadcrumbs between those big moments really really tie the whole thing together yeah. so I think if he, if he cut all of those out then it wouldn't have had the same impact yeah. um with all that said though I, I spare is not my answer for it. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah I don't know I, I I might have an answer at some point later and I can get back to you yeah. like in a year or something um 
but I, I don't know. Yeah, nothing, nothing ever comes yeah. to mind, to be honest. Yeah. I think also the, maybe it would also be interesting for me to start phrasing this question a little bit differently because I think that for the question, a lot of us come to it going like, what profound thing did we learn or what like moment or whatnot? And I think like something impactful could be like the turn of events that happened in this story or the way that this ended. I was like, this was a brilliant ending and I didn't see it coming and I've thought about it every time. And every time I think about it, a book, I'm like, you should read this one. So maybe even framing it that way, I want to think about it too. Mm-hmm. But I do think about it as like this profound thing, mm-hmm. but it doesn't have to be. And so what was the last really good book you read? Mm-hmm. This is a new question. It's not on there. I'm, I'm so sorry. <sighs> I was like, where was this question? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I feel like I've read so many good books recently and they're good in their own way. Like the the last party, that's what I mm-hmm. said what I recommended yep. to you. I think that, that was really good just in terms of it was one of the best mysteries that I read. Mm-hmm. Very like Holland Hoover that I referenced earlier was probably the closest I've come to what you referenced in terms of just like that initial like, oh I'm I'm very interested mm-hmm. in this. As soon as it shifted into um the the, yeah. the 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 biography the mm-hmm. autobiography mm-hmm. within the book mm-hmm. I, that was I was yep. in it mm-hmm. um, I don't know because yeah I, I I haven't I haven't read a bad book recently um, yeah and I, the last book that I just finished was it ends with us and like we said there's there's controversy around it but I I'm so glad that I read mm-hmm. it. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't mm-hmm. know. I could. I could just go through my list of all the books I've read recently and and, and go mm-hmm. through it. But yeah, I see. I feel like I'm copying you. Mm-hmm. I feel like Verity was the last book that I read recently that I like devoured. Mm-hmm. Like one of those books that you stay up late mm-hmm. and read, and I love that. That I'm thinking about consistently through the day. Mm-hmm. It was just so interesting and freaky mm-hmm. <laughs> that I just wanted more and I if there oh because that's the book that has an additional chapter oh yeah that got like, recently like, released really yeah yes. I haven't seen it I know so, so, I who a marketing genius yeah like I'm gonna add a chapter and release the book Ooh. but I need to just that's smart uh go to Barnes and Noble Right, because we tried down to and read it. Like when we were at Target, we were like, okay, make it only like two pages. And <laughs> yeah, then it was not like, nothing thick. Yeah, no, it was like a 15 oh, wow. or 20 page chapter. And I was like, I'm very happy about that. But <laughs> <laughs> I have to buy this $30 book. Yeah. Okay. Actually, I want to, I'm thinking about, um, I read Not a Happy Family, and I cannot remember Ooh. who it's by. I remember thinking immediately, I, I love this author I love this writing I want more by this author and it was is that Sherry Lapina or Shari Lapina Lapina again Mm -hmm. we're sorry for any mispronunciations um and thinking like I I enjoy this so much I really want to find more by this author which I think is is a telltale sign that I really really like the book that's a good one like yeah, do and that's a great days. feeling at the end to be like, oh, I want to read more by this yes. author and like feel that. Yeah. Yeah. So what book are you currently reading? I just pulled down, so I can't tell you anything much about it. I saw I, it on your story and immediately yeah. added it to my to read list. Yeah. Uh, Lone Women by mm-hmm. Vic 
Victor um, by by Victor Lavelle. Mm -hmm. Um, Just just started it like like a chapter in. So you're pretty deep in the book though, right? Yeah, I am currently reading the Family Game, which oh we had recently started. I have spent a good amount of the past month or so since first starting that book Mm -hmm. studying for a huge test. And so even though maybe I wasn't studying directly before bed, I feel like my brain was all consumed with um, flashcards (laughs) and anxiety. So I am now getting back into it. And I like it so far. I did enjoy it. I mean, I say so far and I'm a third of the way through it. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed that one too. Yeah. But it reminds me of a movie that if you like it, you should watch. I think you should watch the movie anyway. It's so good. But it's Oh, Ready or Not. Mm, okay. It's like this girl marries into a family and they pay, play like a hunting game on there of people on their like mm-hmm. wedding night. It was really good. But yeah, that one was good. Those are the puppies in the background. Last question, promise. And then the puppies <laughs> run free. What book is next on your list to read? Um, well, I feel like after reading It Ends With Us, everyone then wants to read uh, It Begins With Us. So. I didn't know that existed. Yeah. Huh. Well, yeah. You're supposed to read it in that order, which is confusing. Really? Interesting. Yeah. yeah, and I got it confused um, when I initially decided that I wanted to read It Begins With Us. I thought it was a prequel mm. um, because you know, It Ends With Us talks about Lily and, uh, but, I mean, there's not going to be any huge spoilers in here, but like her relation, like her parents' relationship and how it influences her relationships, right? And so I thought that It Begins With Us would talk about more of, like, so, like, Lily's mom, mm-hmm. her, her parents, and maybe, like, the, the, the grandparents or something. I got mm-hmm. really, really excited because I got, I got kind of attached to the mom in the book of It Ends With Us. But then I learned that It Begins With Us actually picks up where Lily's story ends mm-hmm. um, with the, the, the person that she decides to be with. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I guess the idea of it was, you know, this cycle of abuse ends with where she, yeah, where, with where that book ends mm-hmm. and like something new begins with this relationship. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I'm kind of like weirdly disappointed that it's not about her mom. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I got so excited for that. And I yeah. feel like while I really enjoyed um, Lily and the, the love triangle that we referenced mm-hmm. with that, um, I feel like I... I got what I wanted from that. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure I'm sure I'll like it. Yeah. But, um, I would have liked that too. I think that's yeah. interesting. That would have been a nice way to. Sorry, Colleen Hoover. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to describe, but I do I do think that would have been nice to see. Mm-hmm. I agree. Generational. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, but oh, I'm excited to see where yeah. where Lily picks up. Yeah. So why not? Okay, so because we get book of the month, even though sometimes I don't finish the book that I'm currently on before I'm ordering the next, we've mm-hmm. accumulated a good amount of books. Mm-hmm. So, because so, we just go out and like randomly be like, oh, this book is on sale. Target gives us 30% off stickers. Yeah. Nuts. Mm-hmm. So, deciding between for my next book being The Lies I Tell by Julie Clark, Daisy Darker by Alice Feeney, All the Dangerous Things by Stacey William, mm-hmm. or What Lies in the Woods by Kate Alice Marshall. Oh, I just recently read What Lies in the Woods. Oh. What was the dangerous one? 
Daisy Darker. No. Or the Lies I Tell. No. All the dangerous things. Yep. The one that included the word that you were looking for. I was like, oh, no, I got it. Oh, that one's on my list. That's why. I was like, that name sounds familiar. Mm -hmm. That one's on my list. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ooh, those all sound good. Yeah. Excited. Yeah. And then something cute and fluffy at the beach over Mm. the summer. Like Beach Read? I think I did read that. You read, like... That book that I feel like everyone, the people you meet on vacation. By oh, yeah, Anna same Marie. author. Yeah. In my mind, they're the same thing. <laughs> I know they're same not. Author. Yeah, <laughs> same author, yeah. Oh, is it the same author? I think All so, right. yeah. That makes me feel better. Yeah, I think so. Let me make sure of that before I, I like, tell lies. I feel like I haven't read that one. There, there was a lot of books that were being released of that same, like, Cover? Yes. Mm-hmm. That I got all of them confused. Yeah, Emily Henry is the author. So yes. it's Beach Read, The People We Meet on Vacation, and then Book Lovers. Right, the well, other one, yeah. I them all in there. Yeah. I did, um, I'm glad my mom died on vacation last year, which it, it pulled me in, but it yeah. was a little too intense for yeah. sitting by the pool. <laughs> mm. Well, I have one specifically for you, Emma, that yes. I think you should read. Eli, you can read it as well, but I thought of you, especially mm-hmm. when you just said you read um, The People We Meet on Vacation. Mm-hmm. It's called Every Summer After by Carly Fortune, and it was, I have said on this podcast before, I it's a love story. Mm-hmm. And I read it in the car in, like, a day or a day and a half while we were doing a road trip in Ireland. And mm-hmm. I just, like, devoured it. And it was just, like, this beautiful coming-of-age love story of these two people who were kids mm-hmm. that then fell in love. And then their paths took them other ways. And then they come back. And it's just their lives. And I was just, like, sobbing in the car mm-hmm. and, like, I'm devoured very it. jealous, by the way, that you so can great. read in the car. That sounds great. Well, not anymore. It sounds puke. No. Yep. <laughs> yep. I used to have car sickness as a kid, and then I think I really liked reading and being able to watch movies, and we did a lot of road trips, and so I developed the ability to do it, and now I get sick on the metro going to work. So. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if reading in the car is going to happen any more, but. Dang. I tried. Yeah. I know that. Audiobooks. Audiobooks. Oh, love a good audiobook. Mm-hmm. Actually, I love reading mysteries and thrillers as audiobooks mm. they because they're already keeping you on your toes and you're like oh, and it really helps it's like that nonfiction are the two genres i love the most yeah as audiobooks see I, I really struggle with audiobooks because as somebody that is so prone to getting motion sick i'm always the driver mm. and i feel like i have to concentrate so hard on driving sometimes that i just can't like i remember when we were driving down to the beach it's like a three three and a half hour drive and we just my favorite murder, like oh. episode after episode after episode, because it's so nice. You get like thirty minutes yep. of one, a little break for a snack, Love thirty minutes of another. Yeah, you, you get you know blast through them on the way mm-hmm. down. But I hit a point where you know when we're cruising on the interstate, you're like, this is great, this is mm-hmm. good. And then as soon as we have to do anything, I'm like, you got to pause it because I cannot like, yeah, <laughs> you know. But I feel like any shorter drive that I have is just too much like mm-hmm. active thinking yeah. while driving when I can't listen to mm-hmm. a book. So it might be different if I like. Yeah. Wasn't having to drive. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I have to switch to music just to have like a different sound or noise because mm-hmm. I like am too invested, I guess, in like something like a podcast or like an audiobook. Mm-hmm. The music, it can just exist. Mm-hmm. It's true. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you both for being here. Thank you for participating in this two part beautiful book club episode. I'm very thankful. Thank you both for being guests at all and being vulnerable and being open and sharing. And then thank you for sharing all the books. 
I live for whatever next book you all get that you're reading. Mm-hmm. I see it on social media and I'm like, read that or I'm going to read that immediately. <laughs> so thank you both for being here. Thanks for having us. I loved it. Oh, I'm glad. <laughs> and everybody stay tuned for another episode. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Unofficial Book Club, where life and stories meet. The Book Club episode. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts, and if you're interested in any of the books that were discussed in this episode or any of the episodes, they're always listed in the show notes. Follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Unofficial Book Club Pod, and don't forget to rate and share with all of your friends. Until next time.